It's Josh. And Kamala. And this is what we're into. Yay. And this is a date night podcast where two 30-something-year-olds talk about things that they enjoy and how they're spending their very, 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 very limited free time. You just keep adding more varies every time I, we do this. <laughs> it's because I end up getting more and more projects that I'm doing, and I'm like, oh, wait, no. Whose fault's that? Well, uh, it, it's very clearly my fault. Exactly. I just, <laughs> But also, you know, yeah. people are listening to this right now, so they're happy that I do that. Exactly. Taking on all the projects. Yeah. Good job. Well... Well, plus the convention's coming up, so we have to yeah. take on all the projects. Yeah, so our convention mm, season's mm, coming. Mm, 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 mm. So excited. Yeah. April and May. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> you are excited? Yes. Calgary Comic Entertainment and Expo is happening in April. Yes. I believe it is the 25th to mm, the 20... 24th or something i don't know oh yeah 24 it's a friday saturday sunday deal no thursday friday saturday thursday friday saturday sunday excuse me yeah i think so that would be the 26th then wouldn't it Anyways, uh, and, um, um, but yes the comic calgary comic and entertainment expo is in 26 april. to the april 26th to the 29th yes so you can come see us we'll be in the big four building we would love to see you if you've would like to come by and say hello. And buy all of our stuff. And then we also have a panel one, which is in June normally. Uh, it's in May this year, I believe. It's in May this End year. Of May. Yeah. So we would love to see you there as well. That's more of an independent comic artist thing. So there's not going to be a bunch of people doing mostly fan art. It's most. It's going to be artists showing their actual original artwork, which yeah. is amazing. And I love it very much. It's very small right now, but we're hoping over time. Oh, it's expanding. It's it, expanding that's what I'm saying. Year. It's very small as it was. Oh, yeah. But when, it's going to be growing as it, as it goes along because we so want to get more and more fun, fun it's artists. It's been three years. This will be the third, third year. Third year, yeah. So, so it's a new convention, too. It's very fun. It happens in Calgary. Um, look for that. You can look it up, panel one. Mm-hmm. And we also have the one happening in September that will be something very new to Josh and I. <laughs> it's in Saskatoon and... But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the plot. We lost the plot, but that's always fun. Yes. So what we're into, uh, we're going to talk about two topics. And the first topic is... Oh, I was just I'm letting you, <laughs> sorry. I was letting you hang because she did the whole finger gun snap. That was mean. She did a throw to me, and it was just very weird. It was very I awkward. I was hoping you would just be like, and that you're a booger. Okay, go ahead. I know. Okay, we wanted to talk about music today. Yeah. See now she's now she's upset with me. Now she's not gonna play. No, I don't play in your space no. anymore. <laughs> she's she's not gonna play. She's just gonna be like, "Yep, yeah, I like that too." Yeah, me too. <laughs> so it's a band called Baby Metal, and if you've heard about it, you already know it is a Japanese metal band, but with a twist. Rather than having like growly, screamy vocalists, their three vocalists are like. Japanese pop idols or pop stars. So they sing... Female pop stars, yes. So they sing in, like, the very poppy, uh, upbeat tempo, really high melody, Mm -hmm. like... Very, it sounds very strange to have something, and then this, it's really weird. 
And that's exactly what they sound like. Constantly sounding like an anime opening. Yeah, it, it does a lot of the time. So they've been around since 2000... 2014. 2014. That was their first one. And then 2016 was their second album. Yep. I kept it in mind when I was looking oh, into it. Oh, good, because mm-hmm. I didn't I, I didn't have it loaded. I didn't have it keyed up in my thing. I here. was doing some you, research. You did the research. Thank you. You can always fact check me, though. <laughs> yeah. 2016 is the their album, Metal Resistance, and their other album... Which I believe is just self-titled, right? Self-titled was 2014, yes. Yeah. And... You got any info on there? Yeah. So... It's Kauai J-Pop and Heavy Metal Fusion. It began as a subgroup of Sakura Gakun? Gakun? Probably. A more traditional-sounding J-Pop act whose members leave the group once they graduate from junior high school. Okay. Yeah, uh, this is actually a pretty good uh, thing. So, um, their mix of sugary vocals and melodies with pummeling riffs and drums. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, that actually is. First in the single, Baby Metal of Kiba of Akiba, uh, debuted at number three on Oricon's weekly indie chart in early 2012. Yeah, so pretty standard in terms of metal. Yeah, because the genre itself just says metal. Yeah, um, so you've got, you know, your standard double kicks, like really heavy drums, and then high distortion, high gain on the guitars, drop D for most of the songs, I'm talking a bunch of nonsense, if you guys, No, if, it's if really good familiar. for me, because I, yeah. I asked all these questions yeah. just before bed, I'm just like... <laughs> yeah, she, she was asking me all about metal, and I'm like, I, this is really not my strong suit, <laughs> I listen to very little metal. When I'm actually awake, <laughs> questions, not when we're getting ready to go to bed, questions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, want, if you want to ask me actual questions now, I'm a little more alert, I, can, I might yeah, be able to, to recall that information. These questions right just before bed. I'm just like, I want to talk right now, even though it's like bedtime. <laughs> no, it's all, all right. I didn't need to sleep my full, uh, full sleep time hours. Oh, shut your mouth. <laughs> just joking. So, yeah, pretty standard. If you're familiar with like J pop, um, mm-hmm. like it, it is basically just they, the idols in Japan are kind of manufactured uh, music- musical acts, musicians and stuff. Um, very similar to like them building a boy band or like kind of like the Spice Girls a lot of the times, but they're a lot more willing to cycle out members or cycle out acts and just kind of like keep the name. And then you can have like this group X and then just have like a year next to it so that you know who the members are, right? There's a couple of really big ones that have like 20 members and then they just cycle them through over the There's course of several years. There's a lot of animes years. like that too. Uh, so a lot of the focus is of course to just who can who can belt out these songs, who's got the right look, and then they dress them up in like the big, most cutest clothes ever. Big floofy dresses or like Like really, a Lolita kind of style. Yeah. But with baby metal it is all very gothic and lots of blacks and yeah uh lots of black clothes and big bright frilly things so perfect it's really fun listening yeah because the first time josh is the one that introduced it to me 
And I don't even know where he came up with it, but one day he's just like, yeah, I've heard this thing on baby metal and I'm going to listen to it. And I'm like, okay, cool. That sounds really strange. Baby and I only, metal. I only said, Weird. I only told her that I wanted to listen to it before I bought it because yeah. we were very broke at the time and, yeah. just, and we had to curate while we were spending our money on our entertainment at the time. But like, he listened to it and he's like, yeah, this is really good. You'll probably like it. So he played a few songs. I'm like, yeah, this isn't too bad. And of course, I'm like, I'm not. Like, I like every kind of music. Like, I've yeah. never been one person to be like, I dislike any particular... Well, actually, that's wrong. I don't really like rap, and I'm not a huge fan of ca- country. Well, but yeah, again, I'm changing you But then again, <laughs> it's... For me, it's it's not really the genre itself. It's yeah. more like the artist and the sound that the artist is bringing. Yeah, it's... Because I don't have... shy away from a genre. No. But you have to find, you know, the an style. Artist, well, you, you have like. to find an artist that you like in that genre. Mm-hmm. It's like country. I'm not a fan of country, but because my mom and a lot of other family members and other people that are into it there are some songs that yes everyone knows because they're the hits and growing up you just know that stuff right so i can't toby keith what toby keith i don't know any of that (laughs) i like the achy breaky heart that's my song oh right yeah back to the metal exactly uh no i first saw uh i first found them because um People were complaining about baby metal because they were touring with Rob Zombie. Oh, that's right. And there were a bunch of, you know, gatekeepery neckbeard types who were bitching out Rob Zombie on his like Facebook or something I like, like Rob that. Rob Zombie, he's badass. About uh, him touring with baby metal and how you know they're like an insult and blah blah blah. And Rob Zombie is just like, hey, these these girls have more energy than, like, my band. So why don't you <laughs> shut the fuck up and don't come then? Exactly. And that was, like, the first time I heard about them. And then one of the musicians I like, Gavin Dunn, he is Miracle of Sound, was talking about being really into them. And that's when I was like, okay, maybe I should check it out. And, yeah. I So we've never done a music act in this Mm -hmm. show before so what i'm going to suggest and i'll teach you how to do this because you're editing but i'm going to talk about like the song that i like Mm -hmm. right and then just kind of where you know the feeling and what i like about it and stuff oh you're gonna she just ran off to grab her ipod so she can she can make sure she's giving the right uh yeah. The right songs, but uh, I'll show you how to drop it in. We'll just fade in into the song so that uh, they oh, can. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, like a quick, uh, have 20 a quick second idea of what the song is like and, and why I'm into it. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I like I said, I listened to the second album today twice, yes. and then I listened to the original one, Baby mm-hmm. Metal. Again, just to make sure that you know, I, I was just kind of because I personally from the two. I like the first one, just mm-hmm. self-titled Baby Metal. The second one isn't terrible. It is actually very good. It's just, it's not what, it, it's not what I like about them. So there's not enough songs that I'm actually into. Maybe like the first three are like the ones that are my jam. Like I can really get into listening to them. But the other ones, yeah, I'll listen to them if we're on shuffle or I'll listen to the album again and I don't mind hearing it. Not a big deal. Because like I said, I listened to it twice all the way through. And they're all right. They're pretty good. But if I had to choose the first one, definitely yeah. really like it. If I gave songs for that one, I would have to say 
Uh, starting with like the original Baby Metal. Gimme Chocolate is a really good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gimme Chocolate is is like their biggest Because I think they play that sure. one twice. Because they have a live one at the end of their album. Yeah. And then they have... That's like track three. And I can't remember the rest of them because personally, so, I think Doki Doki Morning was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so let's um, let's start with with that then. So Doki Doki Morning is starts with kind of a I, I would call it like a eight bit kind of structure, like to like old school video games. It kind of has this really clanky synth sort of opening. It's just do 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 do. Oh right? yeah. And that's it kind of buries the lead on the song itself where it's just kind of it has nothing to do with the rest of the song it kind of comes back in like some of the chord progressions but it's otherwise doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the song then goes through just one or two progressions of that do 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 thing and then they do the title line and then it drops down into like this heavy, heavy riff, just kind of a, a chugging guitar. Do you have any other favorites? Because I have one more for baby metal. Well, let's uh, let's put in Doki Doki Morning here really okay. quick. So just. metal music part of it kind of like drops away because in the verses it just goes really hard guitar like and then it jumps back is this the one that has like that little that cool rap part uh where is it no i don't know what you're listening to we're not same thing okay so it has you know, this is probably the best example of their music is that is has the really hard guitar and then the verse is a very, a very softer sort of rhythmic guitar and then a very, very upbeat. Which mixes really well together. Because yeah. at first when I was listening to it, I'm just like, there is no way this is going to work. You hear these cute little Japanese girls and you're just like... What? I mean, like, the first song is... What's the first one? Uh, Baby Metal Death. All you hear is this, Baby Metal Death, Baby Metal Death, Baby Metal Death. And you're just like, what? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you just hear this, da 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 And you're like, what is going on? But then you start really getting into it after the whole CD is over, and you're just like, yeah, I love this. Baby Metal. <laughs> yeah. So off of the same first album, we'll, we'll do uh, another one of my favorite uh, so Doki Doki Morning was the one that we just listened to. I really like Uki Uki Midnight, oh, which is the companion piece to Doki Doki Morning. And this that, one sounds like a freaking anime opening. It, it does, <laughs> and it's a lot harder with uh, the backing vocals because there are like the screaming death metal back backing vocals. But you know you've got your same 
upbeat pop vocals from the girls, and then just comes in with that, okay, okay, midnight. <laughs> and the entire song kind of shifts to be more of a dubstep sound, which I think pairs really, really good with the rest of the the structure of these these songs. And we'll uh, we'll drop in a little bit of Ooky Ooky Midnight uh, right here as well. So, <clears throat> any, do you have one more? Cause no, no. I think well, the, other, the only one other one I would recommend, and we don't have to put it in here, no. is uh, the Catch Me If You Can. I do like that one. Catch Me If You Can is really good as well. And again, for the people that are going to go check it out right now, the songs that you're going to want to look into are Gimme Chocolate, uh, two excl- exclamation points. Mbigitsune, Sune rather, as well, is probably really good. Like, their title track, Baby Metal Death, is really good for... It's a fun one. It's yeah, a fun to, intro to the CD. To jump in on. <laughs> and then, yeah, we picked up... I picked up Metal Resistance the other day. Road of Resistance was... I think they had Road of Resistance, which is the first Yeah, they had a road of, on there, too. Off yep. the track. Or first track off the album, rather. But I think it was a... Is it the song the same? I think it's the same song. Oh, I gotta yeah. check. Yeah, Road of Resistance is the same song on both albums, uh, but it it is kind of an appropriate entry point uh, oh, yeah, right. on that album again. No wonder I liked it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like the, the second album better than the first album. I just think it had a lot more energy, like a, a lot more hooks for me, but uh, like there are some slower songs and some stuff that doesn't really hit so what song would do you say you would like because um, i'm playing probably the same one you're playing at the moment uh what is it oh yeah so awadama fever is probably like the most energetic it's got like it's really good really good drum progressions throughout like there's a lot of very technical fills and stuff that you don't really see in just kind of like the the main like power singles of an album you don't really get a lot of technical drum fills a lot of the time because that is more of like a showstopper piece and not something that you would seek out for like your general radio play right you want something catchy and punchy and just there so i i do like the the drum work in Awadama fever i like the way it starts out yeah okay uh let's uh let's drop that one in here so this is awadama fever from uh metal resistance uh their latest album from 
So, yeah, it's really technically proficient. And, and like, a lot of the other songs don't really continue with the heavy guitar when the singing starts. They They usually try to, like, have them separated and have them bridged between Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't it doesn't really feel as conflicting between the two Mm -hmm. but this song kind of just lets the guitar keep keep going in the uh in the verse and then it feels better once we hit the hit the chorus and doesn't like doesn't feel like it's conflicting anymore yeah what did you like did you ever so you like metal i mean that's uh, I didn't get started into metal until I heard the one band that I showed you, uh, Lord, Lordy, or Lord, or whatever it's yeah. called. Lordy. Lordy. Um, the first time I heard that, uh, one of the songs from there, I was like, this is really cool. It's definitely different. Mm-hmm. So I got the rest of the CD, and I really loved it, because I'm always looking for new music. I've never turned anyone down if they yeah. said, hey, there's an artist I could like. If I don't like it, I don't like it. And nothing's lost, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you if you refuse to try it, yeah, then, then there, you don't know what you like. Like yeah. you have no idea what's good until you listen to it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not into metal. I've never been into metal. Mm. My type of music that I've always been like, this is my jam. I can listen to it all day long, and I'll never get sick of it. Is EDM. I yeah. love techno trance. You know, I like all that upbeat stuff. I love it. Hard house. <laughs> no, none of that no. house. <laughs> but like. I don't know I like anything until I try it. Vaporwave. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I have my favorite DJs because I like yeah. certain ones. But for metal, it was like, Lord was the first one. And then I think after that, it became uh, In This Moment, mm-hmm. which we get to go see at the yeah. end of the month. and um, Which baby metal had taken precedent over In This Moment. Cause... Yeah, and that's okay. Because, like, we can always do well, we, I, music I, I, thing I later. Want, yeah, we'll do it later. Plus, uh, you I just, need to listen to it. I, I need to listen to it, but I wanted to see them perform before we do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. and that's totally cool. But, yeah, I, metal was just not one of those things I ever got into. But everyone yeah. around me was into it. Yeah. Because I'm the one that was like, yeah, EDM, woo! And everyone was like, what are you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty much my musical experience. Um too was like cassette tapes Mm. and the best music was the cassettes that lived in the car yeah because they're all like remixes and stuff well yeah yes and no but it was like it's because we didn't get a lot of opportunities to buy music right and our cars had only ever had tape decks for like way, way long into the life cycle of the CD. <laughs> so it, we, if we bought a, a tape cassette, that was to live in the car. Mm-hmm. If we bought a CD, that was to live in the home. Okay. Right? Makes and sense. that's also how I got very, like, very into making mixed tapes, too, right? That was a big part of my development into, like, my tastes of music is learning how to mix the perfect yeah that's not tape, easy right yeah it's the, like burning a cd and you're just like how do you make all this music that's like that flows all, together all stuff, messed yeah. up <laughs> um so i didn't care i just put music on there <laughs> so the cds or so the the good albums lived in the car and they were like americana by the offspring and Fat of the Land by Prodigy and The Fragile by Nine Inch Nails. And so, 
like the hard the hard rockin' driving music was all in the car and then the CDs were in the house, they were all like pop CDs. Mm-hmm. So my exposure to metal was very limited until the Matrix came out. Oh, and then and then yeah. Rob Zombie yeah, Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie and, and stuff started becoming, you know, more visible. And that's when, you know, Isn't we it? also started watching a lot more Much Music. Uh, oh, yeah. That was the Canadian version of MTV for you American listeners was Much Music. But, uh, yeah, I guess metal didn't really become, come into my listening, like, really into my my musical interests until I uh, met Belle because she's a huge metalhead. Mm-hmm. And as less than Jake once said, all my best friends are metalheads. <laughs> Do you want to introduce the next thing that we're going to be doing? Sure. So the next one is going to be Twitch, which is the video streaming website. People can stream video games and anything else that they're interested in. I just got recently <laughs> started in watching it because... Josh is doing a Scudsworth, what do you call it, stream, Twitch stream, uh, normally on Mondays, along with his colorist, Ramos. Uh, Yep, so I I was never really into doing Twitch streams, um, but I was also never into doing Let's Plays until you and I started doing them. Yeah. So the reason I wasn't into Twitch streams is because we don't get a really control the production value or the message or when people enter and when people leave to like see what it is that we do and and like somebody comes in at hour two maybe we're we're being really really funny but it but we're performing for the people that we're in you know in other words you don't get a mate you don't get a permanent audience you don't get a permanent audience holding down 10 people for like an hour (laughs) where yeah, you know, it's different. Like you're right. You have that moment where you're just like talking and everything's cool because you a person can pop in at the wrong time and just be like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. Yeah. When actually it was really good. It just or, there was a rough moment at that very time when they popped in. Or we're doing we're doing you know jokes or commentary or something that you know you've missed the context of the first hour of the broadcast and yeah. so like you're kind of already alienated because we've been doing you know we now have an hour-long inside joke from the other people that are watching yeah so twitch streaming was never something that i was terribly interested in just because yeah we didn't get to control the script or the production values of what we were making i have recently flipped uh (laughs) on that so the streams that i do myself are just under the Scudsworth brand as uh, Scud Can't Play Video Games, which was the uh, first Let's Play series that I did. Yeah, they're all on YouTube. And Under your name. Yep. I'm intending to take the best of, uh, make extra can't play videos off of the best of for the Twitch. That's a good idea. Yeah. We do a weekly Twitch stream with uh, Ramos and on his channel, I believe it is Ooh. might be it, it might be under <laughs> biggest idiot ever. Uh, it might be under Uncle Mike. I don't know. I can never I remember, remember what he's going by. Uh, you know what? We'll I'll put it in the uh, show notes here so you can check out his channel. Of course. Uh, so uh, just check the show notes on our website or in this uh, in this description description here. But yes, when 
Kamala left me for a whole week. I'm sorry. She would not. Don't be sorry. <laughs> she went out. Of t- she went out of town, and I wasn't terribly busy. Uh, I was caught up on most of the production things that we needed to do for the conventions. Uh, and the stuff that I wasn't caught up on, I was basically just waiting to be ready from, like, the printing shop, or I was working with another creator, and they have to send me the proofs first, or, like, a bunch of different things. So I had a lot of downtime. And I tend to do, like, two or three things at a time. I'll draw and also watch TV, or I will play a video game on my like any system really and want and listen to a podcast right i i'm usually doing two things at once because again very limited free time i'm trying to get the very most out of it i'll read a book and listen to music and stop paying attention to either which is terrible because then i'm like oh i've just i i was just sitting (laughs) here just 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 zoning out (laughs) so this is how i get to sleep now yeah so when Kamala was out of town, I did Twitch streams three days in a row. I was playing Mass Effect 2, and it was fun to just kind of talk to talk to the void. <laughs> no, I was talking to Kamala when she would come by and watch, and she would... 2,000 miles away, and I'm still like, I can't get enough of you. Yeah. <laughs> She'll get tired of me eventually, I'm sure. No. Uh, <laughs> but I also finished, like editing a video or editing a podcast and I had to let it export to the file or I had to upload it to YouTube or something and so while I was waiting the 10-15 minutes to do that I came downstairs I watched someone playing a Twitch stream on their own and something that uh, was mentioned on a podcast that I listened that you know a nice thing to do like if you're just trying to fill some time if you're like downloading something or if you're waiting to do your your twitch or whatever is to go onto twitch and find somebody who's playing a game that you're interested in and finding somebody who's playing it who has you know no viewers or has like one viewer or something and just kind of hanging out with them for a while because Mm. you're you end up just hanging out with a person who's doing who's you know, doing the thing that they want to do, but they're also doing it in a performative way. So if you're the only person coming in, you can just have a talk to them. You can just be like, hey man, what's up? You see you're fighting... A big nasty lizard. A big nasty lizard (laughs) in Dark Souls or something like that. And you can just kind of have fun with them. Like, you, you get to live vicariously through the experience that they're having. And... Like, that leads me to a complaint where Uh-oh. some people, you, you go on to there and some people are playing and they just put on the Twitch so that they can watch you play and they're not playing to perform to an audience. They're just playing for themselves and having the camera on. And I mean, so it goes, basically you're just watching them play. You're just watching them play. And it's like, well, you're, this is part of it. Like, I am playing this game vicariously through you. But at least talk about it. Yeah, like... Have some banter, crying out loud. I I I talk through my video games and there's no one in the room. I know because I can hear you. (laughs) You're playing Stardew Valley and you're just you're just rambling on for like an hour. I'm upstairs trying to get work done and I'm just like, is she talking to me? (laughs) I'm planting my land, man. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just building a barn. Work in the land. (laughs) Uh, But no, there there is a 
big community of like Stardew Valley players, and I popped in to check out this one person's stream, and they weren't really entertaining, and they That's like they kept getting distracted between the two things. Like they would read a comment that was left, and then like talk about that for way too long, and not really go anywhere with their story, or they would get really invested in what they're doing and forget to read the chat log or like even make a, uh, like a comment or a commentary of what they're doing. And that's part of the reason why you're watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is, I think for me, uh, when I was watching Josh do his uh, Twitch where he was playing, uh, what was it, Mass Effect 2? Mm-hmm. Even though like I, I left a lot of my um, comments and stuff very, very short. So I, like, you know, one word, few words, you know, I didn't, like, write a whole story. And plus, you know, I was trying to be professional because, you know, I couldn't be like, love you. No, we did that too. I couldn't That was was only the first one. The second second night you were very good about just being, like. More professional. Yeah, a little more professional. Because, like, that was, like, the first big night we were away, like, second second night that we were away from each other. And, (laughs) um. No, I mean, that. The, for me, it was really difficult because I wanted to be like, oh, hey, you know, how's it going, lovey? You know, talk to him like I would yeah. talk to him normally. But I had to remember that if someone else is reading this, that's not very professional and that's kind of weird. Like, yeah. it would be strange for someone to be like, hey, how's it going, babe? You know, and I was worried that I'd get kicked out of that chat, Yeah, that, too. Like, I was, too. like, really worried that somebody's, like, monitoring what I'm saying. So I'm like, I have to play it cool, <laughs> you know? And plus, I just text him afterwards anyway. But I think my biggest thing is if you're a person streaming the video, whatever video you're streaming, I think if you have time to quickly look at your chat, go ahead and look at it. But I think if you could look brief, like brief over and see maybe what's important or see what people are saying, that's fine. But remember that... On the other side, the person watching it and entering comments, remember that that person's focusing on what they're doing. If you're best friends with this person and you're just popping in to say hello and just be, like, supportive, that's cool. Just be like, hey, dude, good job. Yeah. Or way to go. Or Or make a quick comment, a quick funny Or, like, hey, how's it going so far? Yeah. Like, talk about what's going on in the game. Try to remember to keep it short and sweet so that when the person looks over and goes... Oh, yeah, Granny Smith Apple, I'm doing real good, and so far the game's really good. So, like, as an audience member in the Twitch, you have to remember that, you know, this person is performing, right? Yeah. And the, the reason why there are, like, hundreds and hundreds of Twitch, Twitch channels that have zero people watching is because being a Twitch streamer is a skill. Like, you yeah. are a performer. You are an actor. You have to, you know play the game and commentary and respond to questions and stuff. And if you're watching the Twitch stream, like even if you're the only person who's in the, uh, the chat room. in the chat room, you have to know that it's not, you know, about you. And when I was watching, you know, when I was popping into random streams and just checking them out and saying hi and like, hey, you're doing a great job. Do you want to tell me about this thing? Blah, blah, blah. Like doing that, you, I'm, I'm engaging them so that they can, you know, do some talking and and like they can do the gameplay and they can have a personality going yeah but that's it's you definitely have to be an entertainer Mm. you definitely have to remember that you know there's two sides yeah the person who's streaming you have to be entertaining you have to be respectful of the viewers and you have to make sure that you're focusing on your game or whatever you're doing and you also have to make sure that you're focusing on your audience because they're there for a reason yeah 
And then the audience has to remember to be respectful to the person streaming because you have to keep things sweet, short and sweet. Mm-hmm. You have to remember that not at any point you would yell out to a person standing on a stage and go, you know, hey, blah, 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 blah. And that person's supposed to turn around and just start commenting to you. Yeah. There, if there's like 15 people in a the room, they can't answer every question. So if you have a specific question like, hey, you know, I just jumped into this room. What's the game about? If they have time to look over and go, oh, hey, you know, the game's about this. That's perfect. That's a sweet, short and sweet answer that gives them an opportunity to talk. Because if it's really quiet, maybe they don't know what to say. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's just I think it's a respectful thing. It's like if I were to try streaming. Yeah. I would have a tough time because I would just be like, I, I would be so worried about being entertaining, but as well as trying to keep my audience Except in check. But you've been there with us. I mean, oh, you've, yeah. you've streamed But I wasn't paying like, attention. Oh, no, no. I was too busy playing the game. Uh, so <laughs> too busy kicking your guys' ass. <laughs> really, if you're looking to get into like Twitch and stuff, the best option for you, if you're not able to consistently comment or joke or whatever, if you're not like an on-person than to, you know, have a friend over and so that you can yeah. banter, right? Yeah. Or so that the person playing the game doesn't have to be the person talking exactly. at all times, right? Tag team it. Yeah. And, I mean, that's kind of how we that's ended how up... That's how me and Ramos do it. That's how me and Ramos do And But, I mean, when, when we're playing, we're playing to have fun with each other as yeah. well as, like recording this video series or or doing this twitch or whatever and it's, it's fun yeah and like twitch a big part of um why i don't get to play a lot of video games or like we said at the beginning here why we have such limited free time is because you know i don't have a lot of like I don't have a lot of free time to just do something exclusively for my enjoyment of the thing, but it's also like uh, you hear this a lot with self-employed people, especially creative types, where they're like, "I feel guilty if I do something exclusively for myself, right? Yeah. I feel guilty if I, you know, watched six hours of Netflix instead of doing uh, doing a project, or I feel guilty if I sat down and." play D&D with my friends on the weekend instead of finishing this thing. Like, and that's something that I had an issue with too. And that's why we started doing the uh, Let's Plays is because I felt guilty playing a video game without like having something at the end of it. And before that was all justified by me just doing the Gamers or People 2 comics, right? Because you know, I sit down, play a video game to the end, and then, you know, I walk away with uh, a funny joke or something that I can put in a comic, and that's, you know, the next week sorted. But, like, the further into I got, the harder it was for me to justify that. And so, like, I was sneaking it in, just in the cracks, to go see a movie or play a video game or, you know, go to a pub or with my friends. But with Twitch, like... Having this Twitch stream and doing it weekly with Mike and with Kamala because she'll she'll sit in a lot. I finally convinced her because we were playing a really funny game. Is that called, the stick figure one? Uh, well, Gang Beasts. Oh, Gang Beasts was the first up. one. Yeah. Because uh, we <laughs> yeah. were we were laughing and I was shouting. At, well, I was sitting down here playing Stardew Valley like <laughs> I do. Yeah. And I kept hearing him giggle upstairs and talking about stuff. And I'm like, all right, I got to I gotta put it on hold. So I turned it off <laughs> and I went upstairs and I was like, 
what is going on up here? So I finally figured it out, and I was like, okay, I get it. This is pretty fun. So then, But now she sat down with us for the last three three times that we did yeah, it. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun, especially the stick figure fight one. We, we Their stick oh, fight was the other one that we've been playing. So much fun. Totally recommend that game. And I don't feel as guilty uh, about sitting down and playing a video game with my friends... Because, you know, it can go up on Twitch and, we, like, it's a way for That's us to... That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Because you're not... You don't... You get to play a video game. Yeah. You get to hang out with your friends. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're doing something for your brand as well. Yeah. So, all in all, it's a win-win-win. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of why I... Why it's really started... Like, I started feeling better about it. Especially with, like, you being out of the house and uh, you're like, hey, make sure you get some work done. But... Being able to sit down and play Mass Effect and, and stream at the same time was this really great middle ground that just, like, it struck such a perfect balance of, like, getting things done as well as getting things done for myself. Yeah. And it was really helpful. And I, I, I don't know. I'm, I've turned around on Twitch. He's I, got I've, a new leaf. I got a new leaf. <laughs> Is that good? That's we, real we good. good. We did a good um, job. So yeah, so go out and listen to some baby metal. And watch <laughs> watch a Twitch stream or two. And yeah. remember, it's not about you if you're just watching. You, but you got to be nice and say hello and yeah. ask them how be their day's going. Be supportive because everybody wants to <clears throat> if have they, a little bit of positivity in their life. And if the uh, Twitch streamer is playing and not talking... You know, send a message, be like, hey, tell me about what you're doing. Tell me yeah. about your game. Tell set me what, up a what conversation. Keep it sweet and short and short simple. Short and sweet. And, but start up a conversation. Sometimes some genuine. people are shy. Be genuine yeah. about, like, hey, I'm, I'm watching this so that you can tell me about your game and why it's fun and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I like it. Tell us why you like it. Yeah. That's the theme of this show. Exactly. Tell us why you like it. Tell well, us what you, you like and you how like. you like it. and. Yeah. Yeah. All that good stuff. So yeah, would you like to do the... We'll do the thing. We'll do the, the groundskeeping. Yes. Yes. You can check out uh, Kamala and I do Let's Plays. Uh, they go up once a week on Fridays. I did need to mention, uh, their main. if you listen to my other podcasts, yes, I know that uh, Everything is the Worst hasn't updated in a little while. I'm sorry, we're trying to sort some stuff out still. Uh, there was also an issue with us recording uh, the No Experience Necessary. Matt had to uh, cancel last minute, so probably won't be an episode coming out uh, this week. If you listen, I do apologize. We're going to try to get get a new one out uh, next week, so we're going to be on the wrong Wednesday for a couple weeks here. If you wanted to check out the rest of the stuff we do, it's all on scudsworth.com. Hey, we are really happy that a lot of new listeners are coming up and saying hi. Could you please give us a rating or a review on iTunes or Google or wherever you listen to your podcasts? Please and thank you. Yeah, good five-star review. And remember to, or a five-star rating, but you got to remember to put a review in. Otherwise, iTunes doesn't count it. Just say it's funny or it's good or it's nice. Give us some feedback. We appreciate it. You can find us on social media. If you search for scudsworth.com on Facebook, you can find us there. You can find us on Twitter. Instagram. Yeah, you're at... Oh, Nova Nova Berries. Nova Berries on... (laughs) On... Oh, on Twitter? On Twitter, you're at Nova Berries. On Instagram, you're at... Nova Berry Blue. And on something else, you're at... I don't know. Where else am I? (laughs) 
Uh, for Twitter. You can't have my Facebook. Leave me alone. <laughs> for me, I'm at uh, Tesca. That's T-E-H-S-U-D on Twitter. And that's the same for Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can find our Patreon. We're at Patreon slash T-E-H-S-C-U-D. That's Patreon slash Tescud. Word of mouth is the most important way for us to get new listeners. So if you could let your friends know that you like this thing and it's it's a fun thing to listen to. And exactly. you got two 30-year-olds that ramble about... Everything. Everything. We get off topic really easily. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Not sorry. No. <laughs> uh, that's it. Thank yeah. you. Hope you had a good Hope week. you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next time. And we love you. Bye. Still a month, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine.